Yes. Okay. What do you like to get? I'd like to get an order of General Sal's chicken. Mm-hmm. And this is a very important distinction. Not the sesame chicken, the General <laughs> Sal's chicken. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> what kind of egg roll do you have? Pork egg roll or shrimp roll. What do you recommend? Do I shrimp roll? Back in 1991, Seth Joyner <laughs> was a big fan of the shrimp roll. I'll take two. Two shrimp roll, okay. Anything else? I'd like an order of lo mein. Uh, we have pork, chicken, shrimp. You sold me a pork. The pork lo mein is for Joe the Great to be with you. Okay, small large. Large. Okay. I got four hours of show to do. I'll need a large. Okay. They call me four-hour dick Okay. Anything else? Joe the great to be with you. That's all? That's it. About 10, 15 minutes. Six to 10 weeknights. How long? Six to 10 weeknights. <laughs> Six to ten weeknights. I'll be there to pick it up. So how long you will be come? You said ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I right, see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Camera. Great to be with you. <laughs> now, oh, why why were you bleeping out the D camera? I don't know. When I got the copy of it, it was, I think that was bleeped. Really? Yeah. Th- Is this that guy a curse word? Casey. The camera? Yeah. Is In that, some is countries, a, Harry, yes. Is that canceled? Like, can you tweet the camera on Twitter and, and survive? That's a good question. Or if I – do I have to put now a disclaimer on that that says parody, Harry? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I think you do. I'm imitating someone. Right. And, Holy shit. Yeah. Um, um, but I'm noticing here – I'm not getting this awful pixelation on my big forehead – uh, on StreamYard, like I was the other day when I was on with the Crossing broadcast. Oh yeah, I saw it looked that. like I had like um, it was like Ash Wednesday. Somebody said it looked like I had a big, you know, it was a big black mark, like a tattoo or something on my forehead. Yeah, you look like you were you were Mike Tyson or something, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> why is that? Why is it what, not um, happening now? Well, because this isn't Crossing Broad. Crossing Broad probably played for the Bobo package. And I pay for oh. the big package, Harry. Oh, okay. So Kyle <laughs> Pagan uh, is going cheap. Is that what you're saying? Well, Kevin I don't think it's Kyle Pagan. and all those guys. I think Kyle Pagan, who does a nice job, I think that he uh, is just, you know, using the tools he's given, Harry. So you're blaming uh, what, Kyle Scott or Kevin Kincaid? Uh, Ke- I'm, I got to blame Kevin Kincaid because Kyle Scott sold the company. Oh, he did? He's totally out? He's out, Harry. Oh, okay. He I didn't know his that. millions. He's, still, he's on to other things. Oh, okay. I didn't this know Kevin, he was totally this, out. This Kyle Scott. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for him. Well, I sent you that whole story about, you know, the crossing broad in the arc of almost going under a couple times. Mm-hmm. He put this whole string on, uh, I guess it was LinkedIn, and the whole story of crossing broad. And I thought it was fascinating. We got to get him on, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we should. He lives not far from me, I think. Yeah, probably not I mean, anymore, Harry. No, he you know, well, I, for millions. he probably moved yeah, on I, to a better neighborhood. He said, you and John Clark, see it. No, he lives in uh, Villanova, which is like a stone's throw from here. I think he lives in Villanova. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's, yeah, that that's a good place for him with the. Yeah, he's a Nova alum. And he's, yeah, a Nova he's a Nova guy. Nova guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, welcome to episode you, 45, by the way. Did you get the picture I sent you of what Crossing Broad put up on Twitter to announce that I was going to be on with them? 
By the way, it was Kyle Pagan and it was Anthony D. Uh, San Filippo. Not D. Filippo. Harry. No, Ant San. Ant San. He does. He yeah. jumps on my Stick to Hockey live show all the time. He mentioned that. Yeah, you got a you got yeah. a shout out or two, but uh, from those guys. Is that now, right? Look, you see that picture? Yeah, that's that was that's from really like cool. 2012. I weighed probably 30 pounds more than I do now. Is that right? I'm fat as shit in that picture. You do look a bit swollen, Harry. I was eating a lot of like, uh, you know, like Wawa hoagies, Wawa hot dogs, you know, because when you were working radio, you don't eat very well. No. You eat a lot, but you don't eat well. Especially when they're always dropping food off. They don't drop off, you know. Stuff on, on the high nutritional chart. Exactly. <laughs> Let's yeah, just yeah. say. Right. <laughs> you tend to get a little bit of shitty food. Yeah, but the, so they use that picture. Well, Harry, you got to find, there's got to be people out there, and maybe somebody can reply here during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Got to be people out there that can scrub the internet of that photo so that they cannot use it. Well, I don't necessarily need it scrubbed. I'm not one of those guys. Put a new one out there with the vest. Um. Like you look more, see, you're aging very well, Harry. Thank Some you. People age and they start to just go downhill and look like shit. Right. I'm getting better. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you look more distinguished as you age up. Right. But not stuffy, if that makes sense. It does. Okay. Perfect sense. Nice job with the aging. I, I really, <laughs> I got to give you stick taps, Harry. <laughs> stick taps. <laughs> very nice job. Yeah. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Um, speaking uh, of aging, by the way, yeah, you remember a long time ago on the radio when I that first commercial I had for Concordville, and I said I bought my first car at Concordville, and my son's gonna buy his there. And Mikey misheard it, and he said, "Your kid is eight. Yeah, kid's gonna be sixteen tomorrow. Is that right? Yep. Wow. Well, Isn't happy that birthday, to, crazy to Evan. Yeah. Oh my. Now God. I gotta rip you too. Because I just see here, you you put out the live broadcast and you did not put the at Aji's pod on the tweet. No, it's streaming on the Aji's pod, though. I know, but when you put it on your your Twitter and the stick to hockey, it's got to mention it. Doesn't, don't hashtag the goddamn thing. Well, it's the hashtag Aji's pod. And it's an at. We want to grow the Twitter feed. Remember, okay. they told us to do that. Oh, did they? Yeah. Was I in that meeting, Harry? It was a group text. You were on it. See, that's the great thing about this podcast. We don't have meetings. No. We have a group text. Right. Which we can ignore if we choose. Sometimes Colin goes a little crazy with the group text, with the like 16 paragraph texts. Yeah. Well, he's got his shit together. That's the thing. Well, I know, but I'm not used to that. Yeah. Because I work with you. Yeah. You you sent me a text before the show today. You go, what are we going to talk about? Exactly. And I literally had a blank page. So I just started writing shit down. Right. I'm like, maybe we'll get to this. Maybe we'll get to that. I do want to send out some, uh, oh, geez, congratulations, Harry. Oh, yeah? To Esther. Oh, yeah, Ite. Yeah, Ite. Yes. Fucking slammed it in that poker tournament. She won another tournament. Yep. Another, I think it was 100 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, she she's did great. A beast. Yeah. yeah, I I'd say I want to sit down at the table with her, but oh, I better anything I rob, have, she's gonna take. Oh, she'd rob you. Like, yeah, you'd, be, you'd have nothing left. So nothing. she, uh, it was at the Win Poker Room, which is mm-hmm. a great poker room in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, one in of the Vegas. Best. Yeah, 
beautiful hotel. That's where I stayed when I was out there. Huh? And you got a great um, sports book too. Yep. Two days. On, she says after two days on the felt, Esther Taylor won the three K eight game mixed championship for a hundred K. Right. Congrats to Ite. Mixed game, man. She, you got to you got to have a lot of disciplines in order to be able to play at that table. I don't even know what that means. It's all different games. Okay, like you so can be different types Omaha, of poker. Okay, Omaha High Low. Yeah, mm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, good, good on her. She's got multiple disciplines, which she's good at. Good golfer, charcuterie oh, yeah. board business, the whole thing. Yeah, the charcuterie. Thing. You got to go back if you want to listen to that episode. How do the people find that? Uh, just on that, just look back on the uh, G's, um, like at the uh, on your iTunes, Spotify, in okay. the library. It'll be back there. I'll have to find out when it is. Maybe maybe we'll shoot a retweet of that one out for people. Yeah. Uh, as a congratulations to Ite and um, winning that huge amount of dough. Good on her, man. Now she can pay the club fees, Howard. She can pick up the tab <laughs> at the bar after. Right. <laughs> well, we got the big Christmas party coming up this Friday night. Oh, so my kids are off school today because of the freezing rain and shit yeah well the, yeah my, the wife didn't go into the office today either oh is that right because of that yeah and then we had a power outage ah, briefly yeah i had power uh, outage i had two the other day on monday really yeah and i Why? don't understand it i have no idea john clark up there running a too, little too much voltage listening <laughs> to springsteen hair <laughs> could be <laughs> <laughs> right joey b checking in from vale Col- i didn't know he was in vale Joey I think he's B. all he's all over the state of Colorado. He was at the Flyers uh, Avalanche game the other night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that right? Yeah. In Colorado, he shot he shot a note over. Said there was a lot of orange representation. Oh wow. If I'm out in Vail, I got to make sure I got one of these, Harry. Now is that one of your dosing? That's a micro dose right there, Harry. <laughs> well, would, wouldn't you want a macro dose if you were in Colorado? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that micro is going to do much for you. Yeah. When you're micro out there. for the flight, macro for the landing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit. He I'll never forget selling. heading out there when I was a kid, when we were doing one of our family trips. Um, you know, we'd take, my dad would take like five weeks off, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole month of July and into August. And we'd do every year and do, you know, trips. That's how I got to every state of the United States, except for Alaska. And the first time we're driving through, I think it was I-40, I want to say. I believe that goes through like Missouri, connects like St. Louis to Kansas City, and then you go into Kansas and you're heading out west. And the first time you start to see on the horizon, the Rocky Mountains, they just come out of the, they come out of the ground and you're like, holy shit. Like that's real mountains. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's not what we have deal. around here. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm, you know, I'm probably like 13, 14. I was like, holy crap. That is so cool. Yeah. We have hills, Harry. Right. Right. <laughs> they have mountains. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. funny. I was on a flight with uh, Cousin Ed. We were on our way to L.A. For like one of those rock and roll uh, things where you meet and talk to rock stars and record sound. Now you're frozen. You there, Harry? Yeah, you froze. Okay, I, I was switching over to my Ethernet. Oh, That's why. Yeah, um, you were talking. You're going out to LA so on, uh, with cousin Ed, right? Yeah, we're on a flight to LA with cousin Ed. I had never been to LA. I had never been, matter of fact, further west than Ohio at that point. Hmm. And we're going out there to do this thing with Metallica for like three days and taping all these interviews and 
hanging out with James and Lars and, you know, everybody. And look at me dropping names like crazy over here. Um, so on the way out, he's, I kept saying, is that the Grand Canyon? Because I never saw the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And he'd look out, he'd lean over, look out the window and go, no, you'll know when it's the Grand Canyon. Right. So I'd see like another canyon, be like, that's the Grand Canyon. He'd look over and go, that is not the Grand Canyon, nope. you idiot. <clears throat> Finally, I look over and I go, that's got to be the Grand Canyon. He goes, that's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. I, I get out there and we're checking into the hotel and dumbass me, we're into the hotel in, like right in Hollywood. And I look out the window and I see the Hollywood sign and I go, where are the mountains with the face on them? And he just starts shaking his head. What? He's, he's probably like, oh, that's in South Dakota. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. I was there. I'm too. an idiot. <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't, I wasn't too boned up on my uh, geography wow. at that point. Remember, I, maybe I had a, a macro dose in me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. I guess um, it was I-70, Joey B. Sandy. He, yeah, he's probably right about that. That's the one? Like 40 and 70 run parallel, but I think 40 might be further south because that goes through North Carolina and Tennessee. So that's probably further south than where we were because we went from St. Louis to Kansas City and on into Kansas. So that's probably um, 70. Goodbye, shackles, ball, and chain hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, John Shelton uh, tweet messages in and says, how many CCM lids does Jason own? Over under at five and a half hour. What are you taking the over? Oh, the under way under? over. You're way over. I can reach more than five and yeah. a half right now. Yeah. I mean, I got like, there's like nine right there. Right. <laughs> They're just all different styles and sizes. Yeah. But I mean, some of them are really old and sweaty and dirty and disgusting. Yeah. Why don't you get rid of some of those? Well, no, it's nostalgia, Harry. No, it's not nostalgia. Well, it's, that's it's, pretty, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. That's, one. that's awful. I, and when I, if I have a golf hat, like I, I scrub my hats with a toothbrush and soap. Because right? I like a lot of, like, I have a lot of white hats. I love a white, all white hat. Yeah. Racist. It's racist, I know. Uh, but I, but the, when you golf in the summer, you know, the sweatband right above the brim gets gets dingy yellow and brown. It's disgusting. Yeah, so, dirt. Right. So I will yeah. just take a toothbrush with some soap, like an old toothbrush I keep what around. What like, and Silvio I Dante? It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scrubbing it with the toothbrush. Yeah, I got some guys that put them in like the dishwasher. Like I, I've never I have tried a dishwasher that. rack for a hat. You do. You put it on a little plastic thing in there, and yeah, it, it cleans it very so well. So it does work, it, huh? Well, I don't know. I don't use it. <laughs> well, why not? Why don't you give that to me? Because I, I would put that yeah, to use. That, that, that'd be a, a very nice Hanukkah present for you. Yeah. <laughs> See, the problem is when they get wet like that. It, it, because I have the the webbed thing. Uh-huh. And it kind of ruins that part of it and it shrinks it in the way. So you have well, a that, brand new bucket here, Harry. That's like that's a trucker's cap with that webbing in the back there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have those kind of, I don't have that. Yeah. You would look good in that though. You have a CCM shirt. I hooked you up with a CCM shirt. Yeah. The problem is it's green. And I have a lot of green t-shirts from the swing it and ding it stuff. We'd have uh-huh. like like sayings on the front that you say when you're playing golf and, and then it has a logo on it, but they're green. I can't wear them on this stupid stream yard because the green will go, it'll, you'll see my oh, green screen. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Can't they come up with like a gray screen? Can I we do know. this. I know with today's technology, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm at the rink last night, Harry, for Evan's practice for his uh, U16 team. Yeah. We're on from nine to 10, 15 on the ice. And I get off the ice. I'm in the room there, locker room 15 on rink three at ice line. And I'm getting my skates off. And I just hear this 
really loud barking at me. Hmm. And all I hear is, I'm not ready for you. Oh, that's Pat Egan. I look up at the door of the room, <laughs> the room here. Yeah, the room. And there's Pat Egan standing there getting ready for his beer league game at 1030. <laughs> I wanted to walk into his locker room and said, what is wrong with you guys? You got this guy on your team. You guys must be donkeys. Oh, I, dude, I, you need to take a picture of him. With the he didn't skates, have his glasses on it. With the skates, on, the skates on and the bucket. I, I got to see He wears that. a red helmet, Har. I bet he does. I'm sure he yeah. does. You, you know, something just so that he sticks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm telling the story. He's of, a plug, isn't he? Yeah, he is a plug. <laughs> he can move around, though. Like, he can actually ski. Total plug. Total plug. He, he's like a C-League, you know. I love that term. Schmuck. That's a great term. Yeah. So I'm talking to one of the other head coaches that coaches in the program I coach at. And he's telling me that, you know, I'm telling him the story about when Egan scored on me. Because mm-hmm. I've played against Pat quite a bit. Even before I knew him, I played against him a few times. And I would always rob him. Oh, yeah. Always. And he'd be like, God damn it. And he'd always bitch that he didn't get one by me. Then one mm-hmm. night, Harry. One foggy night in February, around 11.30 at a really cold barn in a beer league game, somebody set up a nice layered screen on me here. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the shot, but I saw Egan come off the top of the circle and load up his little pistol, and it hit off the pipe. And I'm Was like, it a one-timer? No. Oh. one-time pucks. It was a little wrister. Oh, and all okay. I hear, I don't see the shot. I'm standing there at the top of the crease, and I just hear the ting off the post and i'm going and then i don't hear it hit the boards right so you know life has ended as i know it yeah (laughs) i was like and dave hendrix the guy i was talking to goes retired right there didn't you i said mentally i did i was done that was the last bullet i could take that was the day you knew the game told you that it's time yeah (laughs) i I didn't go out on my terms harry the game determined when i right Now, speaking and of Pat that, got it in, at, off Live Barn and tweeted it out a thousand times. Of course he did. Yeah. I, you know, I don't blame him. I'd be disappointed in him if he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking okay. of that, uh, the game telling you that it's time. Did you happen to watch Tampa Bay against the Niners last Sunday afternoon? Yeah. I, I saw parts of it. Tom Brady was mm. awful. Okay. And I've watched practically every game the guys played. Because uh, he's on TV, con- you know, his entire he's career. Yeah. yeah. And I saw him miss wide open receivers and just throwing donkey pass after donkey pass. And I've never really seen that ever before. Yeah. And I think that might be that might be the game where it's, it's like it's just off the cliff. Yeah. I'm interested you, you, you to see, see what it. they look like this week. Yeah. You do, um, you do just see it. You go, oh my god, yeah. Like this dude just—you saw with Peyton Manning, even when he went to yeah. the Super Bowl in Denver, he couldn't throw the ball. Well, he anymore. couldn't throw the ball like down the field anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, yeah. You just hope the player knows before it's so glaring to us, the right. consumer. Yeah, like I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to look like this week. I mean, they they're in first place still of that division, yeah, uh, under 500, but um, they're trying to make the playoffs and. My thought here is, is that if he can get him into the playoffs, he may think that he's got one more year left and there could be a situation where San Francisco brings him in. Mm, Okay. Juicy. 
you know, cause it's, you know, his, his team growing up, his favorite team, he's from the area and they've got yeah. a situation with quarterback that's kind of in flux right now. The kid they drafted, uh, he's not ready. This Brock Purdy is a nice story, but I don't know that they go into next season. You know, if they, if Garoppolo moves on with Brock Purdy as your starting quarterback, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So uh, it doesn't keep, exactly excite people. No, keep your eye on that. Cause they got, I mean, they've got a, a Super Bowl ready team. Yeah, you know it's them and the Eagles in the NFC, and then I guess Dallas. But that's kind of a, a sidebar storyline. It's going to be weird when he's no longer in the league. Yeah, it will be. But I tell you, I thought that when you know the same thing happened to Manning, and then you know Rivers and Roethlisberger too. But yeah. I, you know, you move on. Maybe you know, we got Mahomes, we got Allen, we got all these. You know, Herbert. You know, this they just keep coming. Jalen Hurts, for that matter. Too. Well, that's right. I mean, he's developed this year into a, you know, he doesn't have the arm that of some of those other guys I mentioned, but he's 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 a he's a franchise quarterback. I think yep. we can say that now, right? I, I, when you're an MVP candidate, he led that team last year to the playoffs, Aaron. Yeah, and then he's come back this year, and you can tell he's the general on the field of the mm-hmm. team. They respond to him. They do. Yeah, they really do. I mean, that was one thing that we never questioned about him was right. that leadership and compete and, you know, taking the, the role seriously. It was just a question of, can he play at the NFL level? We know he was a leader and everything, mm-hmm. but to really be a leader professionally, you got to be really good on the field. Yeah, he and checked all the intangible boxes. He did. You know, yep. in his first and second year. Yep. Uh, but now this year we're seeing him, you know, really develop into a full-fledged NFL quarterback. Yeah. Did you Pretty see cool to see. The, the Giants coach had to say Brian Dable before they played him mm. asking about why the Eagles are so tough to deal with. No. And he basically listed everything that they are. <laughs> he was like, I mean, the, 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 the offensive line dictates the terms. Mm. They got a great defensive line. They can turn the ball over defensively force turnovers. They can run the ball. They can go down the field. They have a short passing game. They have great play. I mean, he just listed it off. It was like, right. He knew that the Giants had, no chance going yeah. into that game. And that offensive line totally dominated that. Well, game. yeah, when the Giants got off to that great start, you know, I was trying to tell, you know, Aton and and Matt on my other show, the gambling show, that you know, it's the Giants are a fraud. They are yeah. not, they're not a five and O team or whatever they were at that point in time. And now we years. and now we've seen them whether they lost like five of their last six games or something. They yeah. haven't won a game since like mid-November or early November. So yeah, they're taking on water in a huge way. Yeah. And they, they have Washington Sunday night. That's actually flexed into the Sunday night game because I think both teams are what seven, five and one or something. And the loser yeah. is, could be out of the playoff picture. So that's a big game. If the season ended today, did I see this, that every team in the NFC East would make the playoffs? Uh, yeah. The giants are, are the seventh seed right now. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. It is. Yeah, that's it amazing. really is. And the division that you maybe didn't, you probably didn't think that coming in. No, I didn't think that it would be anything more than the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, I thought, you know, maybe Washington would finish somewhere around, you know, 500 or just below 500. And I thought the Giants would even be worse than that. Yeah. But uh, now they're getting it done. Pretty competitive. This this Eagles team, I don't know. I mean, it's a little stressful in the sense that they've been so good in the regular season. They're 12 and one and one game can knock you out. That's Mm -hmm. like the Philadelphia mentality. It's just hard to shake it. Yeah. But I mean, who, who do you really think could come into the link? Cause they're going to get home field 49ers. Yeah. Is it the outside of the 49ers? Now the 49ers 
lost Debo Samuel last yeah. week. Now it wasn't a season ender. I thought when it happened, cause I was watching, I thought, Oh my God, he's done. Yeah. And it turns out he, he damaged a ligament in his knee, the MCL, but it's not torn. And then he has a high ankle sprain, which some those can, then Ooh. those can linger for a while, but yeah. they think he's going to be back now before the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a big get back for but them. Garoppolo, I think, I mean, I don't know if they get him back. I don't know if there's that much of a drop-off, except experience-wise, between Garoppolo and this Purdy character. Well, they get in the playoffs with Garoppolo, and they just hand the ball off. They yeah, I mean, he throws, throw it, it. he throws it 15 times. Yeah, I mean, you know, get it get it to Debo Samuel and let him make plays, and that IUK guy is really good. And their tight end puts their up tight points against good. them, though, Harry. That, that's a really – Bad position for Garoppolo and the 49ers. They got a great defense, though. That front. Yeah, that's what's going to be different. That front is the best in the NFL, San Francisco's. There's your battle. Yeah. It's the offensive line versus that D front. Yeah. And boy, that'll be a fun game. You, you it see, will. That'd be like an NFC championship game. Where's the Super Bowl this year? It's in uh, Glendale, Arizona. Oh, not bad. And it's the same weekend that the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open takes place. Really? Yes. Oh. You should you should be road tripping that for swing it and dinging. Yeah, I get should. Jeff Moore to get the, a little expense account going there. Yeah, we'd have to get a hotel in like New Mexico. I mean, in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Albuquerque. I've um, been there. But yeah, Dallas I mean, right now, I believe, is the five seed. Yeah, in the playoffs, can they weed their way through to get to the Eagles? I mean, it's poss- I mean, they might only have to win one game to get the Eagles. Yeah, after the Eagles have the bye week, right? Right. But whatever, yeah. they they'd be coming here. It's been a fun football season. It has been good. Yeah, it's yeah. been really good. And the AFCs, too, is, is interesting. I mean, the yeah. Chiefs are must-see TV. The Bengals, I love watching the Bengals with that oh, Burrow. Oh, he, he's oh. amazing. Jamar yeah. Chase, because yep. he catches anything in his radius. I mean, he's like he's like A.J. Brown, like, on on bigger steroids. Like, yeah. man, that guy's incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. There's so many great athletes now yeah. in the game. It's It's fantastic. Now, are you going to show this this hockey video that you sent? Yeah, you, I want to get your thoughts on this because I am not sure where I come in on this. Mm-hmm. So Nasty Knuckles had tweeted out the video last night. Everybody did in, in, in hockey circles. Ryan Reeves put a hit on Ronick last night in, of Detroit. And Is it Ronick or Ronick? Ronick. It's okay. H-R-O-N-E-K. I think oh, so. H-R. Okay. Yeah. So let me let me put this video up, Harry, and we're going to have you up in Toronto in the war room. Okay. Working alongside Coley Campbell deciding if this is a clean hit or not. All right. Let me make it mm-hmm. bigger. All right. Let me, let me just remove our background a little bit here, too, so you can really see this because this is a an absolute vicious hit. So here you go. Here's uh, Ryan Reese playing for the Minnesota team last year set franchise records for wins. Oh, look out. Big hit by Reeves. Boom. Yeah, where do you see the slow-mo? Is that Kenny Albert on the call? Kenny Albert on the call and uh, Edzo and Jonesy. Heronic Jonesy. Yeah, Heronic did not There's see Jonesy. Reeves coming. And the two players had come together in front of the he is a big penalty boy, boxes. Yeah. All right, now stop it for a second. Oops, the wrestling right. going on. You're going to see the hit in slow-mo. Yeah, my first observation is I love the Wilds uniforms. They've gone back to the old school Minnesota North Star green and, and yellow. One of the great uniforms in sports, Harry, because the green is that really bright Kelly green. They should stick with that. I agree. Because their, uni- their uniforms are ugly. They suck. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. like the wild uniform either. No, I hate him. I love this. This is like the Dino Cicerelli North Star sweater. Great, Great pull. How about when they that pull? Cup final, Harry. Right. When he used to play in that old barn right by, uh, by Metropolitan Stadium. Yes. 
Yes. Bob Clark was the GM at that time, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yes. John Casey and Nett. So let's see the hit in All slow right, motion. There, and then as the play moved along. Problem is, is Ronick did not see Ronick Reeves, and Reeves looks away and doesn't see him. Oh, man, he just absolutely. Love Edzo, too, by the way. All right, who's the guy right that played for, you're the, right, Jonesy. for the Blackhawks, no number 33, idea. when they were good exiting the zone 12 that Reeves years was ago? Right down 33. The he looks like this guy. Watch yeah, this. He looks away. Way, and then it's yep. right there. His eyes right on the button. Right. Where, the now that looks like a clean hit to me. Here. Yeah. Okay. So watch. He looks away. Doesn't see yeah, him. You see him take a quick look. Yeah. There, see, he doesn't he leave his feet until he didn't lunge. I don't think he lunged. And it, no, I don't. And it was his upper arm uh, that hit him in the you know up in the face. It wasn't like an elbow to the face. No. And it wasn't but, you know like a head blow. He just kind of body on body. I think that's a clean hit. Okay, so see how Ronick Ronick looks away here. Yeah, he's looking to the left. Now, now he's like, oh, how does he not see him? Shit, I don't know. And then there's the contact right there. There is head contact, shoulder, but it's shoulder. Arms are down. Yeah, feet are on his, the people. People go, oh, he left his feet. But no, that's, he didn't. As you hit a guy, your feet come up. Right. So feet are still on the ice. He right. didn't jump into him. Nope. That it just, a, I mean, it's nasty when he hits the ice too. That I mean, yeah. it's an ugly looking thing. We don't like seeing this stuff anymore. But that I think that's clean. I do too. Yeah, I, I do too. And you looking on my timeline, half the people on my timeline are like clean hit, keep your head up, mm-hmm. and the other half are like suspend them for a year. Yeah, I mean, and there's no in between. You know, no, that. there isn't. No, of course not. Uh, I mean, it's like Scott Stevens with uh, Lindros. Yep, that's one that was referenced. You're absolutely right, Harry. I mean, you can't come across the middle of the ice without, you know, being alert, man. You You better have your head on a swivel. Yeah. Especially when that guy's out there. See, that's the thing that I talk about with analytics that they don't show with incredibly physical players. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no analytic to show fear factor when that guy's on the ice. Why is there fear factor? Right there. You just saw it. Right. I mean, you got to be shitting your pants. Revo out here? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> now and it changes the way you play. Eric Wisniewski says, uh, old-time hockey kids wake up, love it. Yeah. Says it's clean. Yeah, so does said Joey it, B. He said, his arms look like a touch below the throat and looks clean. Old-time hockey kids wake up. Love, great. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I mean, I, I'm, and looking at it several times and kind of second by second, I don't see a problem with the hit. It's unfortunate that the guy – got pasted because i don't want to see anybody get no, hurt no but I, I imagine there's a big lesson learned there for ronick yeah now do we have any status update on on the on the, the kid uh i don't i'll have to i'll look it up uh after the show yeah i wasn't that invested there yeah well uh, those uniforms are those sweaters are great though they're all and the pants too the pants have the green pants with stars down the side right. yeah love Just, that Awesome. Now, uh, there's another uh, bit of vi- visual that we have for today's show because uh, I met you for breakfast the other day, and you yeah. showed me your new pickup truck. Yeah, do, this, put this picture up. This thing's a beast. Yeah, I, I thought uh, you might need a step ladder to get up in it. In it. Um, but yeah. there was an interesting sticker decal on the back of this thing. Yeah, let me see if I. And can... I took a picture of it. Yeah, I have it here. Let me see. I just got to find it. All right, I'm going to have to just load it in here because All pictures right. are a little different. Yeah, I don't know uh, how this works. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. 
So, okay, here we go. So this is the back of my truck. Mm -hmm. So if you see this, you, you know it's me because there's this on the back, an F1 sticker, and a goalie silhouette. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how you know. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> H-A-double-R with the checkered flag. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and you have always gone, called me that. That's what, how you refer to me many yeah. times. You're not Harry. You're Harry. No. Ha. But uh, ah, I, looked ha. <laughs> I looked it up. It's a dealership, a Toyota dealership in Worcester, Massachusetts. Really? So that's where that vehicle originated. Wow. You, of course, got it secondhand, pre-owned, right? So that, that truck probably did house some hockey bags in the back before I got it. Probably. I mean, it, it, was mess, it was meant for you. Yes. Oddly enough, my brother did a PG year at Worcester Academy, Harry. Is that right? play hockey. My older brother, Bones. What's a PG year? Postgraduate. Postgraduate. Before okay. he went to the University of Hartford. Okay. Yeah. Wow. To get ready for collegiate hockey. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Worcester, Mass. Worcester. Not Worcestershire. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Worcester, Mass. Har Toyota. You mm -hmm. ought to call him up and say, what's going on? Ha. Yeah. Let's go. Huh? You want to sponsor the pod? Exactly. We got listeners in Worcester. Yeah. Isn't Boston Gary up there? <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, uh, but uh, quick, go ahead. Uh, I, I saw something trending on Twitter I had to ask you about. Oh, yeah. I see Bruno Mays trending on Twitter, Harry. Yeah, there was quite What's a going on there. There's quite a few tweets coming out. Well, that's from the crossing broadcast because they uh, asked me a question about, you know, like my my all time radio show that i was a part of mm -hmm. and as much as i enjoyed working with you i had to say bruno when i was in the bruno days when like eunice was the producer i thought if that anybody was asked me harry yeah the best show that you were a part of i wouldn't say with me i would say it's that bruno eunice show i i like the show with you though especially when we filled it's in different. for mikey miss yeah that was really good but um the bruno mays year or year or two with joe Eunice, i would say as producer i thought that might have been the apex for me i agree and that you know got they put out clips on it and then the people chimed in oh nice and uh, there was a lot of love for that show yeah well rightfully if, so if it weren't for the uh the internal politicking that went on we may still be on who knows you, you know you know how you know that show was great hair it drove the boss crazy yes Oh. What are they doing? Oh, he, he, I'm telling to the you. Eagles Monday, and here comes Sheena Parveen with cookies. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to stop and get four. Right, right. Along with one of his diet Dr. Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know a show is good when it drives the program yeah. director batshit crazy. Oh, and we did. Oh, we, you did? We did. Oh, yeah. You See, know you how think... many phone calls I got after the show as I'm driving home You know, during that time period? Oh, my God. A lot. Off the hook. Yeah, it, it was a great show. And, you know, we had that rant last week about sports radio and they put a promo out about it. And that's really gained a lot of traction on Twitter, too. Mm -hmm. And some people were like, oh, ripping the industry that you were in because you're not in it anymore. Like, I don't care about <laughs> being in it. My biggest thing is this is I'm very as somebody who put a lot into sports radio. I was a programmer before I was on the air and a guy that worked in management and all of that stuff. And I'm just so disappointed in the route that it took. Mm -hmm. the, there was a fork in the road for the format to either go with this super focused Eagles, Eagles, Eagles thing in Philadelphia or 
continue to be more guy talk and entertaining with a huge sports lean. Right. And it went the Eagles, Eagles, Eagles route, yep. which I didn't agree with. It has nothing to do with hockey or talking about the Flyers or anything. It's just redundancy in topic. Mm-hmm. And to me, the Bruno and May show was the other fork right. where I thought it should have gone to entertain, make you laugh, make you escape, but have a sports lean. And that's that that was my problem with it. And I think that that show that you did with Tony yeah. was exactly what what it was supposed to be and where it should have gone. Yeah, it, it was good for for a couple of years. Now, I don't, you know, we got back together on on Sirius uh, for a short time, actually during the pandemic when there was no sports. Yeah, which was kind of interesting. But it was different. Like it wasn't the same as it was back in 2012. Why is 13, that? I don't know. I mean, I just think like it's almost like when a band, you know, creates some great music and then maybe they break up and then they re- they get back together to do another album. It's not the same. Yeah. You can't recapture the right. exact. It, it's just a, a place in time mm-hmm. that y- you can't get back. It's all the circumstances of the old boss, all right. that stuff. Right. Right. The dynamic at the radio station at the time and Tony and, and Mikey misses dynamic, mm-hmm. no crossovers. And I'm not putting up with your crap today. Right. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, uh, when hell freezes over is not Hotel California 2.0. No. And it, it never could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of that break. Right. Yeah. You can't actually, you can't recapture it. There's yeah. elements and you listen to it and you go, hey, there's elements here, but it's not, you know, grooving it down the middle like it was in its prime right yeah no i agree with that i totally agree with that and that, that was a great show i mean there was there were so many shows that i thought you know when innis was here mm-hmm. that could kind of point the the format in the right direction but i think they overcorrected the steering wheel because of the presence of innis mm. of josh yeah now, he's a talented guy like i've never had i never really dealt with him or anything no, other, other he was a competitor and obviously I was working with Mike at the time and it was, I mean, that was serious competition for Mike Yeah, and the two of them going at it. There's a lot of tension back yeah. then. Yeah. You know, really. That was good. Well, yeah, it, it, it could be good. You know, is that the height of sports radio in Philly? I think so. When that thing was going on. Yeah, I think so. That I can't look been. at the height before that, Harry, because you know, when there was just one station before the fanatic launched. Yeah. You know, you, you need a competitor, I think. It's like the the height of Stern in Philly was when he was going against JDB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that whole thing, that, it, that makes it more interesting and kind of puts it into a different kind of stratosphere. What's Bruno I, doing? Is he doing singing with the Studods down there in Florida right now? Him and Miss, uh, Miss Robin? Robin? No, I don't, I don't know. I think he does uh, no filter radio. He does a show or two a week on that streaming uh, network. And then he, he jumps on with uh, Nick Kale on 1210 mm-hmm. uh, twice a month. I think it's every two weeks for, for like a segment. Yeah. Yeah. It's Nick Kale. I'm going to have to have <laughs> an intervention with Nick Kale here. <laughs> These videos that he's putting out on oh, Twitter, man. but the one he goes, are you a sheep? And he's got the glasses. Oh, he are pulls the glasses shark? off. And he goes, and I love sharks. I'm like, you're going to regret that fucking video, dummy. What? So he took the glasses off like he's Scott Pelly on 60 Minutes? He's using them like a prop. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I'm Scott like, Pelly you does. To, you need yeah. to get your wife and kids up here because you you got too much time on your hands when you're not on the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. He's got a gig and he's doing yeah. mornings, the whole thing. Uh, but 
those videos. I want to smack him in the face. Yeah, I, I mute him on Twitter because I, I just can't. He's on my he's, mute list now, he too. He tweets too much. He does. Like, I don't need to hear or, or see every thought that goes through your head. Yeah. Um, I, my tweeting is way less. Oh, I just basically tweet to promote whatever, you know, shows I'm doing. That's yeah. basically it. For promotional um, purposes only, Harry. You had music on when we, you always have music blaring when I first log in. Mm -hmm. And today you had Def Leppard. Yeah. Um, from the hysteria, animal. from the hysteria yeah. record, I believe, right? Yep, came out right. around 86, 87. Mm -hmm. And great record, I have it. And that was the that was the one where the the one armed drummer it, that was after, yeah, Rick Allen had Rick. the accident, and nobody right. was sure if he could come back, right? And they built they configured that drum kit for him, mm -hmm. you know, to use where he could play with one. It was amazing, and actually, uh, but, he could use a foot to play some of his uh other areas 1987 right. was hysteria 87 okay and yep. um i was in college still back then i was at temple but i had gone to see them on the pyromania tour which was the previous album yep and it was you know he had both arms then yeah billy squire was the warm-up act oh i love Billy. and squire. i'm telling you, this was at the old spectrum one of my favorite concerts i've seen hundreds of concerts one of my favorite shows of all time and Billy Squire, a big reason why. Billy Squire was tremendous. Yeah. He, he, to me, he's one of those underrated musicians, Billy Squire. Yeah. That he was, he was big in the early 80s, though. He had oh, a couple, yeah. he had like two big records back to back. Like this was the first one. And then he put out a follow up, which was pretty good, too. You got me running, baby. Yeah. You give me something way beyond revenue. I love the way his like intonation lyrics. Look at that telly too, Harry. You like that telly? Yeah. That's yeah. got the mahogany fretboard. Yeah. Yeah. It looks not like the maple. Fat. Oh, this is the good part. Yeah. This is my kind of lover, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Baldy. <laughs> but I. <laughs> Like that show, and I, I found it. It was March 29th, 1983. Wow, the day okay. before my 11th birthday, Harry. Okay, my parents were in Florida at the time with my sister. Like they took her out of school and they went down to Disney and I didn't want to go. I was a senior in high school and it was track season. Um, and I'm like, I'm not leaving you know, school for 10 days to go to Disney. I don't want to go to Disney World. Yeah. And so they said, all right, then stay home. And I'm like, cool. So I had all these parties. And during this time, we went to the concert. Well, the next day, March the 30th, was our first track meet, outdoor track meet. It was against Elko, Eastern Lebanon County High School. I'll never forget it. I was up all night. Okay. We went to the show. We drank. Um, it was like me and you at Metallica. Exactly. And I never went to bed because I had a paper route in the morning anyway. I had to get up at 4.30 typically anyway to deliver the Reading well, Times, no, the Reading Times before I'd go to school. Okay. So I just stayed up. And then I went to school. I didn't knock off. I went to school because I wanted to, you know, run the meet. The meet after school was, it was bitter cold, windy as shit. And I won four events. Wow. Every, every event I ran, I won. I won the 800, the 1600, the 3200, and was part of the 3200 meter relay. That right, Harry. <laughs> You were yes. killing it. Yes. That was that was quite a 48-hour period. Wow. <laughs> good job. And I'll never forget it because the concert, the concert was so good.
Oh man, that was good. Oh man, that's Billy Squire is a great voice. Oh, fantastic! And what's the what's uh, the guy Elliot for Def Leppard? What's his first name? Joe Elliot. Joe Elliot. He was yeah, he was singer. tremendous. Yep, and, and there's a lot of processing on their vocals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Mutt Lang, of course, was the producer of all their right. albums, and yeah, just some of the best audio production you'll ever hear. Yep, he did work with ACDC too. Yeah. Um, Joey B says, Merton Harry, who was the hottest celebrity to ever pose for Playboy outside of Marilyn Monroe, Farrah Fawcett? And he says, Marilyn Monroe, Farrah Fawcett, Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson. She's not even close to being on the list. Well, I wasn't a big Playboy guy. Well, you know, if you, the the cover was a big thing. Yeah. The Playboy cover was the big star of, of whatever the day was. I have mine here. I clipped one here. Oh, yeah. And I finally remembered her name. So here's the the one that I would answer this question with, Joey B, that popped in my head initially. And it'd be Erica Oleniak. Oh, okay. Now, was she in Baywatch? She yeah. was in Baywatch. Okay, Baywatch star Erica Oleniak in a torrid pictorial. Now, was it torrid? Well, I can bring up some of the Or other was that hype? There. No. The, okay. She delivered the hype. Okay. I don't hate Erica Oleniak, Harry. I hate the hype. <laughs> I always preferred uh, Penthouse to Playboy. Or what, what about Hustler Hair? Were you a no, Hustler man? I, I was primarily a Penthouse guy. <laughs> I like the, the Earl Miller photography. Okay. Okay. Larry you Flint. Can look, you can look him up. Larry Flint was Hustler. But yeah, you had the Penthouse cool. letters, which became a big thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was the forum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My my, how times have changed. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look at this list here and see if I have everything. Anything? Oh, by the way, speaking of Billy Squire and that Strat or that Telly, I played my first Telly yesterday ever. Oh yeah, I, I had never one. grabbed Tommy Conwell's Telly and, and picked it up and and picked on it. Mm-hmm. But I played one yesterday because my daughter has started guitar lessons. My 14 year old daughter, but she was she's got the sickness now that we all had going through the house. Oh God. So I called the place where she gets the lessons, the music academy, and said, hey, she's not going to be able to make it today at four. She's got a 101 fever. Mm-hmm. I said, can I come in for her lesson? Wow. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So I go in there, Har. I bring an acoustic. Okay. I didn't come in with the dime You didn't bag. go in with dime bag? Yeah, strapped on me, like walking in. <laughs> I bet the instructor would have pr- appreciated that. Well, Upon meeting the instructor, he absolutely would have. Harry he was yeah. a death metalhead. Okay, of course. He's a death metalhead. <laughs> well, so you like, found a new friend. Yeah, we were listening <laughs> to his stuff going through the production of his uh, death metal band. Is that right? Yeah, I forget the name wow. of the band. but um, So I went in, and he had a Tele and a Fender uh, solid state amp in there, and I was whacking on that thing for a little bit. I wow. liked it. Not a tube amp then? No. Yeah, mm. That was the solid state Fender. Uh, I forget which one it was, but you know, with the the lipstick uh, hum, the lipstick pickups, the silver one on the telly, it mm-hmm. had feel to it. it had ni- nice and heavy, which yeah. is why of a Les Paul, right? Over a Strat. Yeah, I'm not a Fender guy. I'm a, I'm a Gibson guy. Mm-hmm. So, and you had the telly. I had a Fender Telecaster, and it was a it was made in the USA. It wasn't one of these Mexico deals. Okay, you know, so or it wasn't the, or a, China a Fender Squire. No, it wasn't. This was a legit one. <laughs> now, do you have a guitar in the house now, Har? Uh, an acoustic. It's a Gibson. 
okay, wh- why are you not having electric in that? You should have an electric and like a mini amp in there so you can play some tunes for the lead. I haven't, I haven't played in years. I know, but you should. You should pick it back up. You think so? I absolutely. I, and you should order one of these, Harry. Maybe I'll get you one for Christmas. That's this a, is oh, a little tiny amp. This should be a sponsor. What Positive is, what, Grid. It's called the Bias Mini. Oh, wow. And this amp is also a Bluetooth speaker. Your okay. Stuff up there. Quarter, I see that. Quarter inch uh, plug. Yeah, the, the guitar is an acoustic electric, so it, it could work with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And with this, you have an app on your phone. Of that course. You pair to it, and you can play with any tone you want. Hmm. I can type in James Hetfield and have his exact tone from the Blackened album coming out of this little speaker that fucking roars. We'll plug that, that thing in next week. That wouldn't uh, work with an acoustic, though. No, but there's also acoustic apps on there. Like, I can uh, play my SG, and it sounds like a 12-string acoustic. Really? Yes. It's unbelievable. Jeez, you sound like Stephen Stills or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Playing a little Southern Cross, maybe, Harry. <laughs> Yeah, great. It's, right. it's unbelievable little lamp. Now, there's another thing you said uh, in in your text. Christmas stress. Yeah. What is that all about? Are you, are you Do you get the stress around Christmas? I imagine you don't. See, the, the reason yeah. why I wanted to bring this up is because the stresses that I deal with, I look at you and I go, this fucker, he's not dealing with any of the bullshit. <laughs> you know, I have these three kids. Yeah. Can I get this for Christmas? Can I yeah. get that? Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a whole shit show. Yeah, I imagine. Trips to five below to stuff stockings. To, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're handling this in easily an afternoon and a stop for happy hour. You're mm-hmm. shopping. Well, I don't, I, I don't even do any of that. What, the Lima buys her own gift for Christmas, she, Harry? Well, we, we, don't, uh, we don't do gifts. You don't exchange? No, we typically would like donate to like a charity or something. Oh, that's. Fantastic. Who are you yeah. donating to this year? I don't know. I'm not sure. That's a good idea. I mean, that, yeah. that see, that's the true essence of the Christmas spirit. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't need any gifts. You got everything no. you need. Right. You got a new lob wedge? Could you, you could use a new lob wedge, Harry? <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because uh, you're supposed to you're supposed to swap out your wedges like every year. Why? If, well, because of grooves. The grooves, yeah, the grooves this get a little. This is just a scam to get you to buy uh, another club. Well, play, you know, well, hey, it works. It works. It works. You don't have enough grooves in your in your lob wedge. No, but they 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 don't stay as uh, you know they they start to wear down. You gotta get one of those wire brushes and clean out in between there. Well, I do that, but I'm just saying the, the actual metal like gets you know affected. Yeah, it gets flattened. Yeah. What yeah. you should do is you should grab like a, a a high grit sandpaper belt sander, Harry, and take it to it and get super grip. Well, that might be illegal. Are they going to check your bag? <laughs> Are they going to come over no. at the club and say, Harry, no, you fell by this acorn tree. Yeah. We got to check your, we got to make sure you didn't use the belt sander on your lob wedge because right. you're, you're pulling up and parking everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but no, we, we don't do that. Like, like she'll buy the gifts for, you know, the nephews because, okay. you know, Christmas is for kids. Yeah. Really um, you know what's a great gift for Christmas? What's that? Getting some sleep. So tell the people about Psalm Sleep. I totally oh, forgot yeah. about our sponsors. Man, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I've, I've been shooting the shit here. Yeah, if you're having trouble getting enough sleep at night, Psalm Sleep has you covered. The scientifically advanced Psalm Stack includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body, and sleep is the best form of recovery. We all know that. 
and it's helped uh, N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson take his game to the next level. It's quite simple. All you have to do is drink one serving of Psalm just 30 minutes before bedtime, and your body's going to naturally calm itself down. Other sleep supplements may leave you groggy in the morning, but not Psalm sleep. You're going to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom.com and use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Get some sleep. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, next week on the show, I'm going to mm-hmm. present to you something I found online. Is that right? And see if you agree with these. It is the Ten Commandments of Hockey. Oh, I'll be interested in that. Yeah. So Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we're going to get into those Ten Commandments next week. Okay. Um, I'd love to get your your perspective on the Ten Commandments of Hockey. I'm going to screenshot it. I'm going to send it to you now. Okay. So that you have it. And you have it ready to go for next week, so you can, you know, look these over and really feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want. I would want these. Pre- I'd want to prep for this. Yeah, you know, I don't want you to just, you know, hit me like a cross check, you know, right in the center of the ice. A clapper to the jaw, Harry, right <laughs> to the grill. A clapper. <laughs> I, I got a couple I've, chiclets. I started another show last night. Uh, I want to get your thoughts, but first, I got to tell you about Wealth Advisory Services because if you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and the entire team at Wealth Advisory Services have over 100 years of first-class service working with all different levels of investors across the country. And there's something more powerful than luck to help bring financial independence within reach. And it's called planning. And as pros dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. They're in Bucks County, PA, and Cape May, New Jersey, wealthadvisoryservices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. Um, I did want to mention before we wrap up too, Harry, uh, the passing of Mike Leach. Oh, yeah. What? 61 years old. Way too young. Oh, dude. I, I mean, I, I, didn't, I had no idea what his age was until uh, the news came out that he, that he passed, and it was really bizarre. Um, actually, um, Bill Snyder, Saw who, who was the former coach for a long time. I mean, decades at Kansas state. Um, I mean, he is the program and he's no longer the head coach, but apparently he has a Twitter feed, which I didn't even know he had. He's getting, he's like 80 years old. Yeah. And he tweeted that Mike Leach passed before he actually passed a 36 hours prior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you talk about you talk about a fail. I mean, imagine don't, that. Don't um, jump the gun. Especially, on that. he's not a reporter. I didn't even, yeah. He's an old coach. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was crazy, but uh, anyway, he did end up passing a few hours later, at the age of sixty-one. And I'll tell you, this guy was one of the most interesting cats. He had a law degree, which mm-hmm. I didn't know. He wrote a book on Geronimo. He was a big historian, like history buff mm-hmm. and well-read on like the civil war and, you know, the native Americans and all that. Like if they, from what I understand, anybody that had a conversation with him, it usually wasn't about football. Yeah. You know, like he, he great he conversationalist. Talked, yeah. And, and was really smart, like knew something about everything. He's a Renaissance man is yeah. I guess how I, I describe him. Plus an incredible innovator in football in offense. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the what plays we see he today. would draw up, Harry, yeah, and yeah. The, the stuff he basically invented mm-hmm. are unbelievable. Yeah. And he, and he was a character. 
totally. It was a pirate. They called him the pirate. Yeah. Oh, such a. <laughs> he was into pirates. He. I bet. I bet Pat Croce had some dealings with him down at the pirate museum I, in I, I, uh, I St. Augustine. I wouldn't doubt that they they were friends. Wow. Yeah. I, I, that's just a guess, but I, I I bet I'm right about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, it was such a shame. I feel so bad for you know his family and everything, and all those players that yeah you know ha- have played for him and the guys that are playing for him now. I mean, how do you? how do you kind of wrap your head around that? Yeah. That he just, the way it went down and he had to airlift him out and then he mm-hmm. passes away. It's a huge loss for college football. And um, he was a guy that gave a ton to college football. Mm-hmm. I went down the rabbit hole a little bit, watching some of his old like on-field interviews and stuff. And I watched him doing the weather. People mm-hmm. tweeted that. I mean, he was just hilarious. Yeah. That was at the, one of the local stations. Like I think in, when he was up at Washington state. Maybe? Correct. Yeah. 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 It's he's one of those guys that was just so engaging and like wasn't trying to be funny or entertaining. He just was right. Entertaining and funny. Yeah. He was at Texas tech for a while. Then I think he went Mm -hmm. to Washington state and uh, uh, Mississippi state. Of course he was at Kentucky as an assistant with Hal mummy. And that's really where they, he started, you know, people started to realize who he was mm-hmm. because that's where the air raid offense with Tim couch, remember him as the yep. quarterback, he was, was a the number one pick, former first round pick. Draft. Yeah. For the Browns. Yeah. Yep. Uh, never did really anything good in the pros, but he was a, he put up a lot of numbers at Kentucky with these guys as his coach. Yeah. So, uh, so rest in peace to Mike Leach. Um, yeah. Uh, on the podcast and you want to tell the people about fudge kitchen yeah sure and then i gotta tell you about this new show i started you're probably gonna rip me but the original uh fudge kitchen is an official sponsor for not for long media and the ig's podcast original fudge kitchen is a staple of the jersey shore six locations cape may wildwood stone harbor and ocean city the original fudge kitchen makes all of their fudge in the store guaranteeing a delicious product so you got to stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. But if you're not able to visit in person, they ship across the country. It's a great gift item, too. Be sure to check them out at FudgeKitchens.com, the original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Right. Um, obviously, it's cold. It gets dark at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Love it. Um, it's awful. This is the worst time. This is when if I was a bear, I would be in hibernation right now until you know mid-march i've got a countdown clock i got a a countdown clock uh for the first day of of spring uh on the on the app so i it it can't go fast enough but so there's no golf except indoor golf so i had to find a show and the wife and i started the crown last night are you familiar is that the show about the queen Yes. The royal family and Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. And it starts like right before, like when she got married back in the 40s, mm-hmm. before she became the queen, because her father was the king and he was still alive at this time. But the first episode, I got to warn you, he's hacking up a lung in the entire first episode and, you know, has all these bloody rags that he wipes his you know, coughs oh. into because he had he had cancer lung cancer like this this cat would be coughing up a lung and had this bloody rag he'd put into a box and then he'd light up a cigarette oh it was kind of like um what's his name in the sopranos oh yeah uh, remember he came in um what he was paulie in uh rocky 
What's yeah, his name? Um, I forget uh, what is what is his real name. But he was old man Bacala. <laughs> okay, and he came in and he whacked Mustang Sally because <laughs> Mustang Sally took a, a a nine iron to some kid's head in mm-hmm. the street, right? And he needed to pay for it, so old man Bacala came up. And he was hacking the whole time. <laughs> That's right. And then after he clipped Mustang Sally, strangled him and shot him, he's sitting on the floor and he grabs one of his cigarettes and he's <laughs> yeah. smoking it. I remember yeah. that. Oh, I got to get that guy's real name. That episode's called Another Toothpick. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Yep, that, that is absolutely it. Another, uh, um, another Toothpick. Sopranos episode season three episode five and the let's see what is his name I, old man Bacala comes in Burt Young Burt Young yes Burt Young yep yeah he was great in Rocky yeah <laughs> get get the shit out on rock <laughs> oh man but great uh, we watched one episode I, you know I got into I'm gonna get into it because I got into um, Downton Abbey Oh my God! What is going I watched on with you? Every guys? season, I it was awesome. The characters are great. Really, I, I like that old English shit. I, I got I got really into the English cop show at one point. I think I told you about this. Yeah, there's a there's a there was a bunch on Netflix. They were like yeah, one Marcella. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. Yeah, very good. They do it so differently. Matter of fact, the woman that's in the show that you're watching now, The Crown, Olivia Coleman was in uh, a show that I watched, one of those English cop shows on Netflix. It was what called, was it called? Um, oh man, she was, it was, it started with a B. It was about some kid. Um, oh, that disappeared? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the beach town? Yes. Yeah, I, I watched it. You, you, I ba- I you recommended you it. it to me a couple, two years ago and I watched it. Yeah, it was very good. It was, it was. It, and I forget she, the name. She's though. a fantastic, she's in a new movie too, as a matter of fact. Oh Yeah. That just came out. Yeah. Um, let me see what that show is. It's, uh, da, 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 da. let's see here. Oh, geez, she's in a lot of shit, dude. Television. Um, I know it started with a B. That's all I can remember. She, yeah. she, but she's a great actress. And the guy that she played, uh, something Tenet is his name, um, was really good. So Broad Church. Broad Church. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the it. show. Yeah. Yeah. It was that so. that town like on the rocky coast of uh yep yeah and that cliff England. there yeah yeah yep real good show um anything else you need to get to Harry? we've certainly said a lot in this episode um uh, no i think we covered it all i think we hit it all yeah i think i yeah. checked everything off, off my list so i think we're in good shape all right uh everybody leave us a five-star rating and review and uh spread the word about the ogs podcast coming up in the new year too yeah. you guys uh, have businesses or anything you want to partner with the ogs pod we're going to be looking for some new sponsors as well let's we do great it. ones that will remain with us and uh we're going to be looking for some new ones as well so and follow the twitter feed too at ogs pod a h j e e z pod on twitter yeah um, so everybody thanks for listening thanks for watching we'll talk to you next week leading into uh christmas where harry will not be stressed <laughs> we'll figure out who he's going to make the donation to this year. I, I would suggest that you make the donation to the ba- Paul Green School of Rock. Actually. Is that right? Yeah, I did that. Mm. I donated a bunch of instruments. Everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.